Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back uh, to today's issues here on the American Family Radio Network. Today's issues is the name of this show. And we thank you for joining us. We'll be here for 25 and a half more minutes. Uh, Tim Wildman here with Fred Jackson and now Steve Jordahl. Morning. Steps up to the plate. I'm ready. I'm ready. Put me you in, ready? Coach. <laughs> Good answer. It's baseball season, <laughs> it right? It is. It mm-hmm. is. Um, all right. So, uh, uh, today's a national day of prayer, and we encourage you to participate uh, both individually and uh, should be doing that every day anyway, and uh, also corporately in some form or fashion. Uh, now, we were in our show meeting this morning. By show meeting, I mean our prep meeting for this particular show. We, if you, <clears throat> you may not believe this, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> but we do plan. <laughs> on what we're going to talk about uh, before we just come in here. We don't just come in here and wing it, okay? <laughs> now, sometimes we do wing it, but it was not, not planned, which is the definition of winging, winging it, it, right? <laughs> uh, so, uh, this morning, uh, yesterday afternoon, one of my colleagues here sent around a video, and it was hilarious. And I showed showed it this morning at our prep meeting for this program, and we have decided it merits. Uh, it merits, even though it's a video, it merits a play here. People can watch along at our Facebook page. It's posted. It's posted. Yeah. But I think before you go watch it on our Facebook yeah. page for today's issues, you got to hear the audio version because it's okay. Oh, man. Just to set this up, well, it doesn't really need more. I don't know. Wh- I don't know where this pastor is. Or- we don't know where he is. We don't know when it happened. It's we on do YouTube, know- right? I think yes. Yeah. And we do know by the song in the background on the screen overhead that it's Christmas or okay. Joy to the World or some similar song. So thing. anyway, the pastor, bless his heart, is trying to lead the congregation in prayer. Yes. And then there's the- a deacon and, and, behind and him then, who. And, and then this happens. For you, we'll be glad to. Let's bow our hearts for prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the... Oh God, because joy has come into the world. Thank you, Lord, for the joy that the Savior brought. He doesn't miss a beat. No, no, I got to give him credit. What's happening there, if you go and watch the video on our Facebook page, there's a candelabra. Is that what you call candelabra. them? Candelabra, yeah. Candelabra. Two of them, actually. Two candelabras fall over. Yes. So it's Christmas, and they got the candle. Yeah, a bunch of candles. And the and the poor ushers back there. Someone the knocked deacon, one over. The deacon or somebody, he's, he's just like making things dominoes. worse. Huh? <laughs> like a set of dominoes. That, that's what's down. happening. Well, <laughs> when the crash occurs... He stops the prayer. Yes, he does. He opens his eyes and he looks over his right shoulder like, right. what in the world <laughs> is going on? Right. And then over to the right on the screen, you see a guy. We're not sure who he is. 
I called but, him an usher, whatever. Yeah. But, but but he's almost saying, it wasn't my fault. Right, wasn't what, my fault. Oh, wasn't my fault. <laughs> I didn't like, do it. Like, and, he's, and he's like, looks like uh, I just give up here. I'm not. <laughs> I'm out of here. That was loud. Yeah. Huh? All right. One of those moments. I, one day I'm going to write a book. It's not. I'm not going to write a book, but I'd like to collect stories. Of, I may do this. I get around to it, but uh, I want to collect stories from people who've had funny things happen to yes. them or yep. unbelievable things happen to them. Uh, church associated, be it a yep. service or mm-hmm. youth uh, or whatever the case may be. Cause I can't imagine there's stories like about little kids during services, oh, yeah. doing something. Dennis Swanberg used to tell these yeah. stories. You remember those? Those were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Dennis Swanberg, the Christian yeah. comedian. And uh, I never forget that one story he told about they were doing some kind of church play, maybe it was a Christmas play, and somebody was in the in the in the in the ceiling, <laughs> having to do something, <laughs> and, oh, and no. lower something or something, and they slipped and their leg came popped through the <laughs> the the ceiling, the, the tiles came out, and their leg was popped too because they'd slipped on a beam or something like that. It's the second um, coming. Now that's funny if it doesn't happen to you, but uh, yeah, it was like you know you got this very tender moment in the in the Christmas pageant, and then here comes some guy's legs coming through the ceiling. Uh, I never will forget that story that Dennis Swanberg told. Hmm. Uh, well, he's still. Have you heard from him? No, in, I haven't in a while. Oh. Find out what's. But happening. he's a great storyteller. Oh man, mm. yeah. Get your hardware. Remember, uh, those who are Dennis Swanberg fans know exactly what I'm talking about, huh? Yeah, the, the, he I, he spoke to folks on the family. Oh yeah, oh he's a good friend of Doc's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I remember seeing often the the bulletin bloopers. You ever seen those it's misspellings or something uh, in the bulletins? Like, oh I, yeah, those just, are hilarious. Like dude. I just pulled one up here. Is this uh, an announcement in the bulletin for those of you who have children and don't know it? We have a nursery downstairs. <laughs> what? <laughs> that it's wrongly placed <laughs> phrase. Comma that needs to be there. <laughs> There's there a comma missing. What is the what does the church sign say? It's it's in the bulletin for those oh, of bulletin. you who have children and don't know it. Comma we have a nursery downstairs. <laughs> so it should say for those of you for who those don't, who know, don't it, know we have a comma, nursery. Yeah. We have a nursery oh, downstairs. I- <laughs> <laughs> or or this one who says the audience is asked to rem- no uh, the ushers this uh, a point in the bulletin. Where the latecomers come and it and it's supposed to say ushers will seat the latecomers. Well, they left the s off of the, the word seat, so it says ushers will eat latecomers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> add that to your book, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I wrote a headline one time. I've told this before. This has nothing to do with church, but when I was in college. <clears throat> At Mississippi State, I was a sports editor for the campus uh, newspaper, uh-huh. and I was, you know, the stories were like Tuesday and Friday about games. Everybody already knew the stories, so mm-hmm. kind of like, what do you do to? So one time, <clears throat> the uh, I think it was a uh, m- m- the ladies' uh, basketball team was traveling mm-hmm. playing Tennessee, and they lost. Mm-hmm. And I wrote uh, a headline. I said, I got to come up with a headline. I said, uh, so lady dogs hit road, road hits back. <laughs> huh? 
That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty clever, that's is good. it not? Yep. It is. Hit road. You road can only use it one time. That's Lady Dogs hit road. Road hits back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Steve, depress us. Well, we go from the sublime to the ridiculous to the to, to the downright scary. Okay, so we've been talking about how this leaked uh, Supreme Court uh, draft opinion is sending the left just over the top, and uh, they're angry and they have to make up lies in order to get their voter base. Well, uh, there's a group out here. It's called uh, – I wrote it down. I left it in my – no, it's called Media Touch. And they put out a commercial. Now, what you're going to hear is the the audio of this commercial, but it has a mom and a teenage girl riding in a car, and they're being pulled over by police. Okay, is this the one that's disgusting? No, no. Okay, no. It's just it's just this is a way they're supposed to. They're trying to freak out because we you in our show meeting you played a couple different no, clips, no, 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 and no. I'm not talking no. about disgusting where it's profanity. It's just that what they're no. talking. Okay, no, this, this is, is this is different. So. So this is a, okay, all right. So cut 14. Listen, everything's going to be okay, right? Just let me do the talking, okay? Just never right. Evening, ladies. License, please. Where are you headed? Oh, we were just out for a drive. Headed to the border? Oh, no, no. We were just going up to the... Uh, hey there. The... What's your name? Grace. Are you pregnant, Grace? Step out of the vehicle. She does not have to. Yes, yeah, she does. No, 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 no. Show me your hands on the wheels, please. Grace, step out of the vehicle. On the wheel. And then the uh, subtitles go: Republicans have taken away your right to choose. Now take away their right to govern. So basically, mom taking That's your daughter. That's a television commercial by this group, and they're yeah. trying to equate the Roe versus Wade overturn right. to police. It, it, it's supposed to be a mom taking yeah. her daughter for an abortion. That's how they lie. Yeah. Or lies. Mm-hmm. That's not even. That's see. not even a possible scenario in any world. Nope. I wonder if Twitter. They, they, I wonder if Twitter will take that down. This information. That's good. Good question, Fred. Yeah. Mm. This and information. Now, um, I do. I did want to play the the uh, audio of this liberal that hates conservatives. That wasn't the one you were concerned about, was it, Tim? The one. Uh, I don't know. Well, this is this is just this shows the depth of hatred that uh, people who who pro-abortion and liberals have for conservatives. It's just it's just so. This well, is disturbing. Is that the one we're going to hear? I mean, I, I, I I don't know if this okay, is what you're thinking okay. of, but I did play it this morning. Cut eleven. I'm a 30-year-old non-binary immigrant lesbian married to a black woman, and we are in a same-sex relationship with multiple children you're gonna lose the war conservatives we know you're the enemy we know you've always been on the wrong side of history and i take great pride in staying consistent in that hatred of you and your beliefs and views and so not only are these kinds of laws and making being gay illegal, being trans illegal, having a uterus illegal, being married, someone outside your race illegal. Gay people aren't going anywhere. Your own children will be gay and trans and abort their children if necessary, okay? Yeah. That's what I mean. That woman is, mm. she's wicked. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
But she, in a way, she was repeating what Joe Biden said at his news conference. Remember at his news conference, he said, if if this is true, this draft is true, then they're going to outlaw interracial marriage. She just went through that. Is she even real? Who is this yeah, woman? It, it, this came off of the website Libs of TikTok, which finds real liberal. Real Elizabeth people. TikTok. Libs of TikTok. Oh, Libs of TikTok. Yes. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so uh, all right. Next and, story. Well, and then there's just to yeah. put a bow on this. Uh, Simon Gwynn is a reporter with an advertising company, actually, does advertising reporting. And uh, he tweeted out this this morning interesting real life problem in America now. If you had the chance to kill Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito, the two oldest right-wing Supreme Court judges, should you do it while Biden can get his nominees to replace them confirmed? It's interesting as an abstract question, but becomes real conundrum, say, if, say, you're terminally ill and you have little to lose yourself but know that it could save many women's lives in the future. Who is this? This is a reporter. uh, He's a blue check mark on Twitter. His name is Simon Gwynn. Is Twitter not taking him down? I don't. Yeah, he took it. He took it down himself, um, saying it was inappropriate. Um, really, about a, a couple hours or a day later. But this is the hatred, right? So. No, no, you are you are correct. That kind of vitriol from the left is is common. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is common. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean. Listen, when Hillary Clinton calls Donald Trump supporters a basket of deplorables, well, what do you do with a basket of deplorables? How do you treat them? Mm-hmm. Uh, when President Obama calls conservatives people who cling to their guns and their Bibles, and he uses it as a put-down, as in these people are stupid hicks who believe in uh, Santa Claus. But it's not only their words, Tim. In the last several years, we have seen what liberals, when they gain control in a state government, hey, Christian florist, unless you right. su- supply flowers for the homosexual right. wedding, right. We're, gonna, we're going to end your business. Yeah, yeah. Baronel Stutzman yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. So, it's, a, it's persecution against Christians of because is. of their and our uh, religious uh, mm-hmm. faith. Next story. Well, uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has been on Capitol Hill the last couple of days taking, uh, giving testimony. And one of the things that he dis- disclosed a couple of days ago was that the Department of Homeland Security is going to host what they're calling a disinformation government governance board, uh-huh. a truth board, basically. Uh, uh, and... Uh, uh, he's been taking heat from a lot of people, but boy, did Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana give it to him uh, at this last one. I want you to hear um, this. This is now, now what's it? What's Senator Kennedy referring to here? He is referring to okay. He's asking because I need it needs a little you. more setup. He's asking Alejandro Mayorkas, the um, Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, about his choice to head this disinformation governance board. What's her name? Her name is Nina, Nina Jankowitz. Yeah, she, she's the. And a lot of people have been accusing her of misleading people herself. Well, and she's a. If you watch video clips of her, I would call her to be nice eccentric. Yeah, eccentric. Yes, uh, she's a very eccentric uh, individual. Yes, and as and, and she and so, so Senator Kennedy has watched videos of her performances, yeah. and it, he's asking now 
her new boss. Uh, where, where, where'd she come from? So this is this <laughs> yeah. is and 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 in the in the way that only Senator Kennedy from Louis, from Louisiana can. And just know that I have cut some silent gaps out of this. It's the Fred, Fred's, uh, Fred's my favorite senator. Fred's favorite senator. Go ahead. Cut eight. Uh, I am in awe of Ms. Jankowitz. I have watched her with slack-jawed astonishment. Who picked her? The Department of Homeland Security selected Ms. Jankowitz. Who at the department picked um, her? I am the Secretary of Homeland Security, and ultimately I am responsible. When, you, uh, when the department picked her, did, did it know that she had said that Mr. Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation? I was not aware of that. When the department picked Ms. Jankowitz, did it know that she had vouched for the veracity of the Steele dossier? I was not aware of that fact. As the Secretary of Homeland Security, I am responsible for the decisions of the department. It is my understanding that Ms. Jankowicz is a subject matter expert in the field for, in which she will be working on behalf of the department. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> A subject matter expert. expert. Yeah, I can tell. And and, and wait, my, wait, Joe, Joe, what did he say? Uh, Senator lock, Kennedy, lockjaw. I'm not sure. It's slack jaw. But, slack jaw. But my orcas, I didn't know that, Senator. I didn't know that. I, I didn't, we had no I, idea. We had no I cut idea. That, I cut his responses down. He repeated himself many times and, and such. But that you know this uh, fella here, my orcas. Is that how you pronounce it? He's Secretary of... Huh? Yes. Hey, I'm sure he's a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Be a great neighbor. Probably probably even weed eats his fence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But as a leader of a department as important as Homeland Security, he's been pathetic. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know how he does his day-to-day job. But I'm talking about his answers to the committee uh, responsible for oversight of, of his job responsibilities. Mm-hmm. He gives a lot of answers just like that. Yes. Where they're asking him very significant, important uh, questions about his agency, especially as it relates to the southern border. Mm-hmm. And he'll give answers like he doesn't know, he doesn't even, he doesn't know what you're talking about. I mean, you, do you, do you, no, no. And even on talk shows, it's not just during hearings. He was on the talk show circuit last week. And he admitted the announcement of this disinformation commission. Uh, we didn't handle that well. No kidding. But also on one of the interviews, and I think it was uh, Stephanopoulos on ABC, he, he repeated over and over and over again, the border is secure. The border is secure. See, that's just not true. It is not, and he, I don't think he's a stupid man. That's misinformation. Yes. Should be banned by Twitter. Yes. And we, Facebook. We've and all his seen, own commission. We've all seen the videos of illegal immigrants just flowing across our border, thousands every week, not month, thousands every week. Because Biden took away all the Trump uh, 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 Trump policies that stopped this. That That is but, correct. Or at least huh? slowed it down. Yeah. Yeah. So he knows what he's saying is untrue. Now, Senator Kennedy. He's been caught, by, by the way, a hot mic. 
saying things. Marcus has. Oh, yeah. Saying things that uh, we all know to be true. Yeah. Now, Senator Kennedy obviously embarrassed him because prior to Senator Kennedy giving those examples of what Jacobitz is all about, Mayorkas said, I'm head of the department, therefore I am responsible for the hiring. And then you heard Mayorkas say, I didn't know she said that about Hunter Biden's laptop. I didn't know. The Steele that, dossier. I didn't she, know. She's about, saying it. What he's saying, what, just people understand yeah. what, what Senator Kennedy is saying, is these are, these are big issues here that discredits this woman from holding this position and here, here, you're her boss. Mm-hmm. Presumably, you had a hand in hiring her, and you don't, you don't even know what you don't even know these big stories about her. Yeah, uh, he goes, uh, and all he keeps saying is, "I'm responsible." Well, if you're responsible, then give us, uh, then explain your reasoning why you hired a person like this. She's, yep. she's a partisan hack. And, you know, I don't agree with this agency being yes in existence anyway. This so-called Ministry of Truth, yes, you know, at the Department of Homeland Security, uh, screen out misinformation from the public that shouldn't even exist at all. But to hire her and then claim she's somehow neutral, mm-hmm. as Jen Psaki has uh, said, yeah. so. Well, I found it kind of interesting. The Associated Press this morning put out a story that was less than positive about the future of this disinformation commission. Uh, Basically because you have liberal civil liberties groups now expressing concern. Even sometimes liberals get a little concerned about how far left the left is going because they understand the history of disinformation is we're going to outlaw certain speech. That's what's going on here. I, I don't know if, if it's Cotton or if it's um, one of the Republican senators or congressmen has introduced a bill to defund this department, mm-hmm. this panel, before it ever gets going. I don't know if it'll go anywhere, but uh, there. I don't think it's going anywhere. Maybe not. All right, hey. You got, uh, you got one minute, Steve. I would, uh, we are adamantly, as a society is, against people who drive under the influence of alcohol. And sometimes they get what's coming to them. I, there was a 26-year-old woman in Portland, Maine, who was driving under the influence of alcohol, and she literally drove into a police station, like through the wall of a police station. But she told them that she's not responsible because, well... She was just following the directions that were given to her by her GPS. So don't, you know. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't <laughs> include that in my testimony. Maybe not. If I have to give it. Uh, I was once an alcoholic and drove straight into a police station following my GPS. I would leave that part out. Just say I have issues. Wise. And the Lord dealt with me, and now I'm a new person. That's right. I think you go with that. I agree. <clears throat> Thank you, Fred. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Our thanks to Jonathan for uh, running the controls for us today. Who else was on this here show? Jan Markell, Byron Paulus, Chris Woodward. Is that everybody? You got them. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we hope you have a wonderful Thursday. Uh, Tomorrow is Trivia Friday. I think we're all here. Uh, Maybe 
No, somebody, I don't know. I'm going to be here. Whether Ed and JJ show up is up to them. We'll see you back here tomorrow.